You very rarely respect someone and don't like them, but you can like someone and not respect them. And when I heard that, it really changed my perspective on it massively. And I thought, instead of leading from a place of, I just want everyone to like me, I now lead with, I just want everyone to respect me. Hey, it's Carly here and you're listening to the Made For More podcast and I hope you've had an amazing week. So right now it is Easter Monday as I record this and I am filled to the brim with chocolate. (laughs) I can't believe how much chocolate I've eaten. I literally look like I've smuggled a massive Easter egg underneath my my dress because I'm huge right now. But it's all good. What else are you going to do on Easter? So I hope you've all had an amazing Easter weekend as well. But I wanted to hop on here today. I've got a little solo episode for you today. And I'm going to be talking to you all about leadership. Leadership is actually one of my favorite topics to talk about. I think it's a fascinating subject. I think people are fascinating. And over the last seven years of building my network marketing business, I've learned so much about leadership. To be honest with you, a lot of it I've learned from doing it wrong (laughs) and figuring it out and thinking, oh, I didn't do that quite right. But Leadership is just an ever-growing skill. I don't think you ever are just a top level five leader and that's it. You have to keep growing that skill. And I think it's just a fascinating subject. So even if you're not in network marketing, if you are in an industry where in the future you may take on employees or you may have other people working with you, or maybe you're even just going to outsource parts of your business to other skilled people, this is a really important topic so I'm really excited to share it with you but first of all I've this week I've taken my own advice and uh, I've been optimizing and having a little audit of my Instagram since I've been doing my Instagram course it's really got me thinking about Instagram and what I want to do with it and how I want to grow it and everything like that and so I've decided that I'm kind of separating my two Instagram pages a little bit more so at the moment I've got my Carly Myers lifestyle one which started out as personal back in the day and then I built up my network marketing business through it so I really kind of ramped that up and that was amazing and to be honest if you're in network marketing building a Instagram page and combining it with your lifestyle I think is a really important thing to do because network marketing is a lifestyle business it's about showing you know how you build it in your lifestyle so I really wanted to, to, to do the two like that but then since I've been you know bringing in the other parts of my business with my courses and my coaching and my podcast and I really am at a point where I'm looking to massively scale my other side of the business I was kind of doing that on my personal one and I was thinking god I'm literally hammering the business here and I'm not really showing much of my life so I've moved everything over to my made for more pod one so anyone listening if you are loving all of the business stuff and hearing about my courses and my tips and my you know my IGTVs and my all of that fancy stuff if you're here because you really want to learn then definitely definitely make sure you're following made for more pod because that is where I'm going to be giving so much value over there if you love hearing my review of white chocolate and strawberry cocoa pops and if you love hearing my what me and Frankie have been up to and seeing the progress of my bump then definitely head over to Carly Myers Lifestyle and obviously I'm going to have my network marketing stuff on there as well but um, I'm just kind of splitting the two and also I've seen this as a little challenge so my podcast one at the moment has got 927 followers my personal one has got 16,700, I think. And I'm seeing it as a, a real challenge for myself because I really want to 
make sure and show that what I'm teaching in my Instagram course and how I teach people how to, you know, grow their audience and really connect with their audience, that it actually works. And so that's why I've set myself this challenge to really build up and grow my podcast Instagram, literally from the ground up and really build a huge community on there. So I'm excited for the challenge. So make sure anyway, you head over to Made For More Pod and you can see all the little bits and bobs that I get up to. So let's crack on with the with the actual value of today. Um, like I said, I'm going to be talking to you all about leadership. If any of this resonates with you, if you feel like you get some light bulb moments, which I really hope you do, if you feel like you get some moments, definitely take a screenshot, add it onto your Instagram, tag me at Made For More Pod, and let me know what bits you're absolutely loving because I love hearing what bits you're resonating with. And also let me know if there's any episodes that you're dying for me to do. If there's anything that you're like, oh, I just wish Carly would talk about this. Please, please, please. I'm always open to suggestions. So please reach out to me and let me know. And I'd love to, um, yeah, make sure I cover it on the next episode for you. So I want to give you eight of my top tips in leadership because a, like I've said, a huge part of network marketing is about building a team and about building leaders. It's actually not even just about you being a good leader. It's also about you creating leaders within your team as well. But this is also relevant for so many other businesses. And learning how to be a good leader is, I think it's a really hard skill sometimes. And lots of like really simple things can get overlooked, but it's a really, really important one. Um, So I'm excited to share my tips with you. So the first one is that a title does not mean you're a leader. And it doesn't mean that people have to respect you. So say, for example, this happens so much normally in um, jobs. You've probably had this where you've had an absolute job's worth of a boss and they get promoted. Or sometimes like it may even been that you and your mate, you had a mate at work and then they got promoted. And then sometimes they just like literally turned into a bit of a knob. And you're like, oh, what, what happened to you then? <laughs> you were all right. But now you're like manager or senior something supervisor now you just turned into a bit of a job's worth so this basically that is a positional leader is someone that now uh defines himself as a leader because they have a title now a title really does not mean anything and it definitely doesn't mean anything in network marketing either you know everyone gets so obsessed with getting the title but really it's about the person that you become in the process of getting that title which actually makes you worthy of that title so like i said this is called a positional leader and you have to earn that position as a leader you really have to earn the title of being a leader and you do that through your actions you do that in the way that you speak you do that in the way that of how you make people feel about themselves you do that in the way that you motivate and inspire people and what i find so interesting in um, network marketing is that no one works for you so you don't employ anyone so i have a, a really big organization now and no one works for me no one owes me anything no one has to show up to the calls and no one has to show up for their business and no one has to you know do the things that they don't want to do in order to grow their business the only way that I can get them to do anything is by inspiring them and motivating them and and being the example and that's such an interesting dynamic when you're leading a team to come from a place of watch me and follow me as opposed to do what I say 
it's a really interesting dynamic and uh, yeah it's actually one that I really love because it as a leader if you always go on the basis that you have to go first and you need to be the example it always keeps you on track because I know that if my team aren't doing anything nine times out of ten it's because I'm not doing it and if there is like a funky vibe in the team that's because I've probably got a funky vibe and if they're not doing something that's because I'm not doing it so you really have to look at yourself um, first and think Am I doing this though? Am I going first? Am I being the example? Because your team will only ever do what you do. So that's my first point is that just because you have a title does not mean that you are a leader. You honestly have to earn that respect. And that comes through, like I said, your actions, the way that you make people feel and just that they respect you. I remember someone saying once, one of the biggest things I I heard is that people worry that they won't be liked as a leader. And when you're trying to lead your team but also be liked you tend to make really bad leadership decisions you tend to actually not do it very well at all and you you're perhaps too soft or you're perhaps too you're not inspiring anyone because you're just trying to let people off the hook and you're like oh yeah don't worry about it It doesn't matter if you didn't didn't do that and if you're coming from a place of wanting people to like you that's a really dangerous place to be in and someone said to me once you very rarely respect someone and don't like them but you can like someone and not respect them and when I heard that it really changed my perspective on it massively and I thought instead of leading from a place of I just want everyone to like me I now lead with I just want everyone to respect me and the way that they respect me is by doing what I said I'm going to do showing up when I said I'm going to show up always being the hardest working person on my team, always showing that I'm I'm here for them. I, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm, I'm there to be supportive. And it just changed everything for me, honestly. That really was a real big turning point for me when I decided, you know what, not everyone's going to like me. And honestly, that is like, it's so true. My goodness, the amount of times that I do something in my team and someone will absolutely love it. And I can just see that someone else does not like it at all. But that's okay. You know, you're never going to get, your whole team is never going to like you. It's impossible. When you get a group of any a group of any people together, they're not all going to like you. But as long as they all respect you, that's all you can do. So yeah, that is a really important point. Secondly, is to build a good team, first you have to look at the individuals, which I know probably sounds like completely counterintuitive because you're trying to build a team of people. But what I've learned over the years of coaching and mentoring and everything like that is that everyone is so, so different and you cannot use the same leadership style with absolutely everyone. So for me, I kind of like that tough love. Like if someone pulls me up on something and is like, come on, Carly, you need to step it up. You're not doing this well enough, blah, blah, blah. It does make me step it up. And I think I've got that in me from my my dancing days. It was like, it was tough love as a dancer. You very rarely get someone say, you're doing amazing. You're so good, blah, blah, blah. And so you kind of get used to that tough love and it really does motivate you. But I know that there are people in my team that do not work like that. And if I try and give them the tough love, I'm going to absolutely just tear them down that you know their self-esteem and their self-worth is going to be absolutely crippled if I talk to them in the way that I'm actually empowered when I when, when someone speaks to me 
So learning about each individual person and what motivates them and how they want to be spoken to and what, yeah, what motivates them is so, so important because when you look at the individuals and you think, how do I get the best out of this person? What is it that drives that individual? What What is it that's going to make that individual feel so empowered that they work their arse off to get to where they want to get to? And also tapping into their their why as well. You know, everyone is is building their business for very, very different reasons. And it may be different to me. You know, when I first started, I did everything because I just needed more money. And so when I was first starting out and I was first coaching, I was always talking about money. I was always talking about how you can make more money and blah, 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 blah. And I was talking about being poor. And then people joined my business who actually weren't doing it for the money. Some people were doing it for the community or some people were doing it for, you know, their the, the personal development. People were doing it for very different reasons. And so that was a big shift for me as well. And I realized actually talking about the things that I want is not always going to motivate everyone else. So I really need to take the time to get to know each person in my team and figure out what it is that's motivating them and figure out what it is that they're here for. And also, when you start to get to know people better as well, you can figure out and be a bit more strategic about how they affect the dynamics in your team. So say, for example, I've had times in my business where the energy and the vibe, like in my WhatsApp group and the just the vibe of the team was a bit off. It was just a bit flat and, you know, nothing was really moving and shaking. And then I brought in one person and they were a high vibe massive contributor just really loved being in the thick of it all and it changed the whole dynamics of my team and I knew that that would happen I knew that that's what the kind of person I needed to bring into my team in order to shake it up a bit and so understanding the individuals and understanding what part they play within a team is also really important because if you have loads of you know people in your team that are really shy and struggling with self-belief and struggling with confidence and then you bring in this absolute powerhouse red competitive fiery energy it doesn't always sit well but actually bringing someone in that was just like you know this person that I brought in she was so high vibe she was so everyone absolutely loves her and it completely changed the whole dynamic of my team so to, to build an amazing team You need to look at the individuals, think about how you can get the best out of each and every single one of them. Even if that may be a different leadership approach to what would motivate you, it's about understanding what motivates them and then figure out how each individual affects the dynamics of your team. Number three is that you have to lead the team and go first. So if you kind of drew this out in a drawing, it would be you at the front. Like, you know those films? Kurt always makes me watch these like... I don't know, these dogs in Alaska that end up pulling a and like pulling this guy around the mountains. I don't know, he just loves those films about dogs in Alaska. I don't know what it is. Anyway, and I always think of the fact that the they have like the the strongest dog at the front, don't they? And they're like pulling it and pulling it and pulling it. And that's how you wanna be. You wanna be at the front pulling your team and leading your team as opposed to being at the back and just kind of like barking orders and just being like, come on, go faster, do more. Um, You want to be at the front going first. And that's something that I always recognize in my team. I recognize when leaders are going first and they're showing up and they're doing the do and not just expecting their team to do everything. And it's really important that you think, would, am I asking my team to do something that I would not do myself? That's a really important one to think. Am I doing this myself? You know, if I'm, whatever it is that you're you're wanting your team to do, whatever it is that you need 
to change in your team, ask yourself first, am I doing this though? Is this coming from me? Or am I just expecting them to do the dirty work while I sit back and watch? And I've definitely been in that place at the beginning of my business. I, when I promoted to the first level, I literally thought I could just sit back and chill and then my team would just organically build themselves and I could just sit on a beach you know, with my Mai Tai and have a delightful time. And that isn't how it works. I then realised very quickly, wow, if I want this business to grow, I need to grow this business and I need to go first. And so it is always so, so true. If my team isn't doing something, it's always because I am not doing it. And as soon as I step off and I start doing it, that's when they when they go. And so this is actually, recently I've decided that I'm doing a 90-day accountability challenge so I started it last week and it's been amazing you know and it's so interesting because as soon as I said that I was going to do it loads of my team were like yes I'm doing it as well I'm doing the 90 day accountability challenge Um, and it's amazing for us all to do it together and the accountability challenge is actually just I basically created three non-negotiables that I will do every single day for 90 days and after 30 days we stop we have two days where we party and well, not party because we've got nowhere to go, but um, just buy something nice for yourself or treat yourself or celebrate and then we reset and start again. And the three non-negotiables are not crazy things. It's not anything, my God, I've seen that that exercise thing going around, that 75 hard where it's like exercise outside and then exercise inside and then do this and then pick up your car and, you know, lift it above your head and all that crazy stuff. <laughs> I know it's not as drastic as that, but right now that's how crazy it feels to me. But my three non-negotiables, they're actually really, really simple, but I know that I can commit to them every single day. And so, yeah, if you are in a place of feeling like you just wanna, I don't know, commit to something and be consistent, then join me in my 90 day challenge. It's very, very cool. And uh, yeah, I'm loving doing it with my team. Anyway, I went off on a tangent then, but I wanted to say, why was I saying that? Oh God, I don't know, I've got baby brain. But I wanted to say that you have to go first, basically. You have to put it out there and say, this is what I'm doing, follow me or don't, but this is what I'm gonna be what I'm gonna be doing. So that was number three. Number four is that a good leader will step aside and let their team shine and will actually encourage them to be better than them. So this very rarely happens actually in jobs, like in corporate jobs, because lots of leaders feel um, threatened they feel like their position is threatened if they are like leading people to be better than them so a lot of the time they'll get their team to do something and then they'll claim it as their own work or you know they're never really the ones kind of shouting about someone else but this is actually one of the best things about network marketing because we in network marketing you want someone to be the same level as you you want to you know promote people up and you know get loads of people up to that same level which is incredible so it means that you can massively empower people to be better than you and actually being a leader of a great team is not about you being in the spotlight all the time like hey look at me it's actually about you stepping aside and saying hey look at my leaders look at my team my team are phenomenal look at these amazing people look what she's done look what he's done look how good he is at this and that's really what being a great leader is about it's about shining the light on other people and empowering them to be better than you like you have to let your ego go when you're going to be a good leader your ego has to sit on the side and you say this is not about me this is actually about everyone else in my team so that's a really important thing to remember and if you feel like you are running your own show like there's definitely been points in my business where I felt like I was running the Carly show and it was all about me and I wanted to be at the front of everything but you just can't it's pointless like who is winning 
like you you know you might be in the spotlight but who else is winning and if you're really doing this because you want to help other people build massive businesses and you you're, you know you want to help them create the life that they want it cannot be about you it has to be about everyone else so stepping aside and letting other people shine is so so important number 5 is that you have to keep growing so you can actually only lead people up to the level that you are as a leader so say for example if you kind of you know you you've got yourself a team and you're doing a little bit but you don't keep growing your own leadership then you're not going to promote people to that amazing level of leader you're also not going to attract people into your business to that amazing level of leader so you have to keep growing your leadership skills and like i said you never really just make it and you're like yes i have made it i am an exceptional leader and this is where i stop learning honestly the amount of things that i learn as a leader on a daily basis and like, and, and like I said, a lot of the time it's from doing things wrong or making a mistake or trying something and thinking, oh, that did not work. Or speaking to someone and in a certain way and thinking, oh, that did not resonate. That did not land how I thought it was going to land. And, you know, there are people in your team and in your business that will be sent to you that will teach you such valuable leadership lessons and trying to see the the gratitude in that is is really important so sometimes something will happen in my team and it's challenging and I think that was a good lesson in leadership I'm a better leader now because of all those times where I've been like that hurt or that stung or that was really uncomfortable to go through I know now that all of those are sent to teach me and those are you know sent to kind of help me become a better leader so very very interesting the leadership journey but you can only keep becoming a better leader as long as you keep growing you have to be so so hungry for those lessons and lean into the lessons as well you know if there are uncomfortable situations if there's the most important thing I think is like if something's going on in your team you have to lean in and have the uncomfortable conversations you know the ones that you just really don't want to have because they're awkward and you think it'd be so much easier if I could just not have this conversation Continuing to grow yourself as a leader is having those conversations, is saying, this needs to be said. I need to figure out how to do it right for the, you know, for the integrity of my team and for the integrity of myself. I need to have this conversation. And that's what grows you. You have to lean into those moments that are really, really uncomfortable. But they're they're so important. Number six is that you set the tone of your team as a leader. So the most important thing to remember for this is to always keep your private stuff out whatever you've got going on in your private life if there's drama going on if there is you're going through tough times if you are you know whatever it is you cannot bring that into your team because your team the tone of your team is completely defined by your tone so if you are high high drama your team is going to be high high drama if you are a complete emotional roller coaster one day you're up one day you're down your team is going to be the exact same and you cannot afford to have a team that is volatile like that you know the ups and the downs and every day there's a drama and someone's in a strop and someone's in a low and someone's on a high and Honestly, as a leader, what you want to do is you want to create that kind of serenity. You want to create that calm. And your team needs to know as well that you are that calming influence, that regardless of what goes on, you know, like in the past year, 
we've had some major, major challenges. Like every other industry, we've had major challenges. And I would hope that my team would always know that whatever happens, they can come to me and they're going to feel calmer about whatever situation is going on because I want to instill that calming influence and just let everyone know that it's all going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Regardless of what it is, we will always find a way through it and we're going to be fine. And so being a leader is about creating that calm, steady influence where they know that there's that stability and there's not always the kind of up and down craziness. But yeah, definitely leave your personal life out of it. There is no place for that in your leadership. Obviously, you want to let people in and let people get to know you, but you just don't need to air your dirty laundry with your team. No good comes from that. Number seven is that you allow them to make mistakes and learn. So don't micromanage people. There's been so many times in my business where I've seen someone doing something in a way and I think, oh, I wouldn't do it like that. Or I really want to jump in and I really just want to tell them what to do. And actually being a leader, a really good leader is about just letting them get there on their own you know, letting them make their own mistakes. Of course you guide them. And if someone is really going off track, you can always try and guide them back. But ultimately you have to, in order for someone else to feel empowered as a leader, they need to understand that they understand their team and they get their team. And the only way to do that is by allowing them to do things in their own way, do things that feel right for them. And if it goes wrong, they learn from it, but then they keep growing in their own confidence. They think, okay, cool, I know what I'm doing now. And one thing that I think is so, so important as a leader and and coaching and stuff like that is to just ask questions and help your team get where they need to get to by asking the questions. A lot of the time, you know the answer. You know exactly what it is that they need to do. And you just want to tell them everything. You just want to say, you need to do this and you need to do this. And it can come across quite like micromanagey. But the most important thing to do is to just ask questions and let them get there on their own. Because in order to create those leaders, you need to have people that feel empowered that they know that they know the answer themselves. And so, yeah, asking really good questions is what being a good leader is all about. Not about actually telling them the answer and telling them what to do. Because, I mean, most people know exactly what they need to do anyway. They just don't realise that they do. And once you ask them the question and they have the answer, they're like, oh, okay. I know what I'm doing. This is good. So yeah, that's a really important lesson. And then lastly, recognition is key. People need to feel valued and appreciated. How many times in your job have you worked your ass off, literally been slaving away and no one sees? I used to see this all the time in a, in dancing. You'd be on stage and you'd be like dancing through an injury. Like you've you know, torn the ligaments in your foot or your half your toes hanging off or whatever. Your hamstrings literally split in half. And you carry on dancing, you're doing the show and you're like, da 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 and giving it all face. But then when you come off stage, no one is there to say, oh my God, well done for doing that. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You literally just carry on with your show and no one really cared. And that happens all the time in so many other industries. But feeling valued and feeling appreciated is so, so important. And this is what I've noticed massively in network marketing and in what I do. You know, we shout about everyone's recognition all the time and we always celebrate each other and I just don't think it happens enough 
in in lots of other industries and I think it's so so important and I know that when my team are feeling valued and appreciated and recognized that's always when it brings the best out in them so that is such a key thing so if you feel like also as well it's a really good focus for you so instead of focusing on oh, what is my team not doing shifting that focus and thinking what is my team doing though what can I celebrate what can I recognize today what can I you know call out and shout out for it's just a completely different focus and when you're focusing on what people are are doing and having gratitude for that that's when more of that manifests um, when you're focusing on what, what your team aren't doing then that's obviously going to manifest as well so definitely recognition is huge it feels amazing and on the flip side of that if you are being recognized make sure you take that because I, this was something that I learned as well when I give a compliment or when I I really want to tell someone how amazing I think they are or how good they're doing I really want them to hear that and I want them to receive it and I want them to say thank you so much that really means a lot or you know really take that it's really uncomfortable actually when you give a compliment to someone or praise and they say oh no no are you joking oh my god no it's awful blah 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 and they throw it back and it's kind of like you giving a gift to someone and them giving that gift back and saying no thanks I don't want it so it's really important for for you to you know recognize people because it feels amazing to be able to recognize people and you know really praise people I absolutely it brings me so much joy to do that but on the flip side of that if you are the one that's being praised and recognized make sure that you receive it and make sure you hear it because whoever is giving that recognition really wants you to hear that and they really want you to know it so I hope you found these tips helpful if you're not in network marketing and you're literally just a solo team of one some of that you might be thinking oh it doesn't resonate at the moment but it will do one day and just apply those same rules you can apply those same rules to parenting honestly I apply so much of what I've learned as a leader to being a mum to Frankie you know, I try and recognize all the great things that he's doing. I keep trying to learn all the times that are challenging and hard. And I think, oh, that was testing. I try and learn from it and think, okay, what was my role in that? Like, how did I, how did I affect that? Or, you know, how could I have made that better? I try and understand him as an individual. And I, I don't think of myself as a kid or what I would want or, you know, what's best for me. I try and think of him and I try and think of it from his viewpoint. I'm not saying that I always get this right because I definitely don't. Yeah, it's just the things that you learn as a leader are, they completely go go hand in hand with being a parent. Um, they're both as testing as each other, to be honest. <laughs> but I'm grateful for both roles. So thank you so much. I really hope you've taken something from this. I'm excited for you to build amazing, amazing teams because especially in network marketing, when you do start to build a team, it is when the whole game changes and it becomes about so much more than just you. It's so much more than just you selling products and like, you know, marching on your own it when it becomes a team and it becomes about helping and you know inspiring other people that's a whole different ball game and it is so so fulfilling so thank you for listening i can't wait to get back to you next week with some more juicy stuff and i really hope to hear from you in some of my dms on the made for more pod thanks guys speak to you soon bye <laughs>